Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Munkin. With me as always, the Mr. Gimpy. What's happening? What's up, everybody? What's going on, brother? What's happening? Just living, bro. Feeling good. Living. <laughs> Daylight good savings life. time here in the States, brother. I woke up extra early. I don't know why. I don't know why. I went to bed early because I was like, I'm going to get up early, but I forgot about daylight savings time. Oh, so yeah, I ended up yeah, getting yeah. Like extra, all extra early, dude. That's probably for the best, though, because I was worried about waking up late, right? And I woke up yeah. pretty much pretty much right on time. Like I woke up at uh, 8.15 or so. Start, I brewed some tea because I got a little getting over a cold, as you guys could probably hear for the last couple of podcasts. Like, I've been sick forever, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, What's dude, up with that? Fucking kid got the T virus, like, bro. Yeah, probably got it from my daughter's kindergarten. The raccoon city, just out here. Just out here that the plot terms. too? Like the latest one, where they're like uh, unleash the uh, T virus in like a school. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Aaron. All right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all on the same page with the Red Queen nonsense, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was fucking wacky, but yeah, dude, but. Man, I've been I've been doing doing good so far, man. Uh, you know, the games I've been looking forward to. Some were released were released early, others were released right on time. Overall, I'm not disappointed by anything that's been that's come out. Um, I beat Scorn on stream. Uh, I oh, beat dang. Faith, the Unholy Trinity, on stream the other day. Let's go, and, dude. And I started a playthrough of uh, Bayonetta three on stream using an emulator versus the Switch, just because the Switch version like the resolution's just kind of butthole you know <laughs> like, kind of like all over the place man yeah yeah the frame rate's a little wonky it's a little wonky on emulator too but at least the emulator ha- can go up to like you know 4k you can pull extra horsepower nicer. so you're like oh hopefully we can yeah steamroll yeah. through this problem yeah the only difference is a lot like, of uh, patches that are coming out too for the emulators just yeah, to deal with yeah. banana yeah, which is which is fine. Um, so far, uh, I'm on chapter four of Bayonetta three, and while I'm enjoying it, uh, the fr- nothing they've done can hold a candle to the first game. Truly, uh, first game had the best mix of new combo system plus uh, the enemies not feeling super spongy. Uh, this one, right away, the uh, the Himunculi villains feel a little spongy for even for a character action game. Uh, and and uh, before Bayonetta 3, I've been personally going through the entire Devil May Cry series. Um, I, I did the first three that I'm doing the uh, reboot that uh, Ninja Theory made, and then I'm going to DMC5. So right now I'm on uh, the DMC reboot. And uh, less bullet, bullet spongy enemies in that game versus Bayonetta 3 right now. I'm hoping, uh, like I said, about Chapter 4, I'm hoping once I get a little more into it that uh, new things, new abilities unlock and stuff. Uh, I think the big hook to that game right now is uh, you can't, your summons, your creature summons aren't used as like the final nail in the coffin. You actually have to summon them mid-match because yeah. like story-wise, um, they're not for Paradiso or Inferno. So um, there's no contract to eat these things or kill them. So uh, Bayonetta has to possess the demon and uh, do it herself. Uh, which which is cool in theory, but then these kaiju battles that they have are running at like thirty frames per second, and it's and even with it thirty frames per second, it's even slower in in practice, not just emulator but on Switch itself. 
these fights are really slow. They're big, they're epic, but I wish that uh, they would have like toned down the graphics or something to make it run better. Like keep that at, like the game goes from sixty to thirty, like depending on what type of thing. If it's like a cinematic scene or whatever, I'm fine with thirty FPS cutscenes. Whatever, leave that. But when you have your gameplay, we were just in a sixty frame per second moment, and then it goes to a thirty frame per second moment. It's it's a little jarring, and that and that's yeah. bugging me. Um, and the enemy designs in three aren't as good as the last two games uh, so far. Uh, yeah. Story wise, I'd say I'm just as interested as I've ever been in anybody in a series, which is you know not really more in it for the gameplay. Uh, gameplay. I'm, big, I'm, I'm actually a big Bayonetta fan too. Don't get me wrong. I might be like kind of dunking on this game right now, but overall, I'm enjoying it. Uh, as of as of chapter four, I'd give it probably like a six out of ten at this moment. I know reviewers are giving it like a ninety percent, eighty percent, or whatever, saying it's a masterpiece and all that shit. I haven't reached that point yet. Uh, so far, nothing. what's going on? Is it the slim pickings? Is it? It seems like they put a little bit of Bayonetta three on an emulator. Yeah. Just gasp, uh, just to try it out. I was just uh, I was holding it for some friends. All right, yeah. that was it. Uh, and I don't know. It, it seems like when you can combo off properly with the, like your giant kaiju, yeah. like the thing basically doesn't end. Like, but I think I had very rare moments of like feeling good of like, all right, I can hit a combo attack while also summoning the kaiju, and then we're both kind of working together to like uh-huh. take out some of the bigger monsters. And I was yeah, like, yeah, it, was, right? yeah, it yeah. feels good when you get that. Like, so it's like a game that's like unapologetically like the way it wants to be played is like, you have to learn that. Like, don't try anything else. Like you want to like mix it up. You think this is like some devil may cry shit where you can like, you know, bounce off your guns to keep a combo going off one enemy while like, you know, sprinting over to a different enemy. It's like, nah, dude, like that's no, not going to work. You, like, you can do that. You can it's do it, but it's, it's a little different. The, your guns do so little damage. Uh, it, your movement's like too slow when you're like trying to do that combo. There's like no like sprint or like dash to like another opponent. So it's like, not uh, another you, opponent, but if you yeah. if you do the dodge, uh, you can get around pretty well. It's yeah. it's different, but yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's un- yeah. unapologetically bayonetta. That's what I'm saying. It's like mm. we're not going to play to whatever type of play style you want. Like you have to play our play style, and yeah. like as soon as you get that, and like you start, uh, you know, playing like that, like it feels really good. The combat feels good, minus like the frame drops which happen uh, here and there. And it's weird because they have like broken off battle scenes. I feel like maybe they don't have enough like old school game devs on board to like be like all right, how can we approach these things like differently because uh, like they're battle zones man you can make like any sort of like 2d you could do some uh, parallaxing like you could do stuff to like you know fake it where like yeah 90 percent of stuff you don't have to 3d model you don't need to 3d model the whole fucking city in the background with like some wave uh that's like being rendered in real time dude like you can yeah you know throw that off you can record a, a water simulation and then take that information and then like <laughs> dump it into it. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, Oh, let's do this in real time. And then like your frame is like, oh, I don't think so. Because uh, like, it's Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, there's ways to get around this type of stuff nowadays with like, uh, just the knowledge. And I don't I feel, know if they have that institutional knowledge. Have performance patches, like on the base console, which will come over to the yeah. emulators and emulators will make it run better eventually. Um, I think it's the that. Nintendo family proper now, so like they can reach out to like other guys. I think like yeah, other people will be like, all right, here, here, and here. Like we can, you know, optimize some stuff to get the stuff running better. So right, right. Yeah, that uh, helps. But overall, man, I'm having fun with it. Uh, uh, I still think the first beta is 
is the best in terms of its combo system, its story, uh, the final boss battle. Uh, I think Bayonetta 1 just hit the nail on the head. That was like one of the only games where I barely looked forward to it, right? I bought Bayonetta 1 for 14 bucks on sale because I didn't even buy, buy it right away. And yeah. uh, my wife and I were at Target one time. And she's like, oh, yeah, did you want this game? I was like, kind of. She's like, here, it's only 14 bucks. Here you go. And oh, I, Nice. And then we got home. We were living in an apartment at the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try this game out while, while uh, you know, making dinner. So I ended up staying up all night playing that game and beating it, dude. I fucking loved the first Bayonetta. Uh, the combat was so freeform and fluid, dude, that it just it clicked with me so well. Even more so than, like, you know, at the time, DMC probably 3 was the one I liked the most as far as these character action games. And, uh, yeah, clicked so well. 2 was good, but I felt... Uh, I felt was a little, the pacing was a little bad uh, when you go to Inferno for one and the enemy types were just a little, well, it didn't really match with the combat system that well, I thought. Uh, and, but I still enjoyed it. Still very enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, man, three, I think is good so far, but a little disappointed because I don't think they ever reached the combat feel that they've reached in the first game again. Yeah. You know. Seems a bit overhyped too, with a lot of people being like, "It's the best game ever made." Like, the a ten out of ten. Go get it. It's like, all right, guys, come settle this. Simmer down. What's came? What's come out this year, though? Is there anything else that you could say matches it? At least on the switch. Uh, let's just let's just keep it. Switched. Yeah, on the switch. Uh, sheesh. I'd have to look at the releases. Did anything even come out this year, dude? It's been. Yeah. We're talking a little bit about this before this, where I'm like, man, it's getting a little long in the tooth for the Nintendo Switch, where it's like, right now is when you would think most of like the big like swan songs are like the yeah magnum opuses well, would be coming this is supposed to be one yeah so breath of the wild 2 uh which i forget they actually have a real title for it now um and also uh how'd you like uh, breath prime of the wild 3. one oh, sorry metroid prime 4 breath of the wild 1 was great all right yeah it was great like like it does definitely I felt it was like, uh, too big the world was too big i could see that uh it, but like they also had like a long-term plan of like doing like DLC packs for it at one point where they're like, all right, yeah, we're going to keep expanding in this universe and like just add more and more DLC to each area. Yep. And then they did like two or three packs or something. And they're like, they had like the motorcycle and they're like, we've gone too far. Fuck it. Pull a plug. <laughs> like we, they're like, if we're working on this much content, we could just make a whole new game and sell the people the same game again. Nintendo seems is like still that. new at the DLC idea. So it's they, crazy. They, <laughs> I know, but it's still crazy. Right. It's pretty trash. Honestly, yeah. like, overall, it's pretty they're like the, at the point of like uh was a skyrim was like ten dollar horse armor like they're at that, that level a, right now that was a, yeah it was uh bethesda yeah yeah they're at the ten dollar horse armor level right yeah. now bro like yep, yep, it's yep. madness yep. yeah <laughs> everyone's just yeah. kind of making fun of them but yeah yeah no problems with uh breath of the wild one like it's, it's an amazing game i just yeah. feel like the entire it just felt kind of like a dead world which is you know what it is but like you, you, they made it a little bit smaller, a little bit tighter. I felt like uh, a lot of like the little shrine puzzles and stuff were uh, just dumb, like and not in like a good way. Like I, I felt like I wasn't learning any of the systems any better, and there was nothing like uh, blocking you from progressing, so you could like progress in any which way you want, which is fine. But there's nothing to tell you like any sort of difficulty rating before you go into uh, things. So you would just like go into like an area and just get like your ass stomped in, <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess I can't going here yet and then like you know you yeah. mark it on your map and you're like i'll come back to this later it's it's tough for me because i'm a big fan of the classic like a link to the past is my personal favorite zelda game um and i've replayed it 
replayed it in the summer with my daughter. It was her first time playing it. And, uh, you know, we had a blast. Um, the 3D ones, man, truthfully, um, I barely played. You know? like Okay. Um, I beat Ocarina of Time for the first time as an adult, like, ever. Uh, yeah. Over the summer. I get the hype. That game is fucking amazing. Uh, even the Water Temple, which people are all like, oh, Water Temple sucks, I was fine with. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, it's because they tried to be as a little kid, dude. Like, the yeah, Water Temple yeah, yeah, was yeah. crazy hard if yeah, you're it was a little still, kid. No, it was still hard, but yeah. it wasn't, like, as over the top. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Wind Waker was probably uh, my personal favorite of the 3D series, just because I love. I didn't even the... touch it because at that point I felt like Wind Waker, the style and everything else, I was like, "This is a little kids game. I can't be seen playing this." I loved that. I loved how it looked. This is um, when I started like departing away from Nintendo as, as a whole. Okay. I was like, "That's." Okay. I feel like it was probably earlier for people who had that like kind of attitude of like, "This is for little babies." For me, that came like later on, where I was like, "I can't be seen like buying these games in public." <laughs> like, it was <laughs> nah, weird. Nah, I never, I never had that, but I, I, I get it. I get it because uh, when that came out, it was like GameCube, Xbox, or whatever. It's like if you were an adult, you had a PS2 and you're playing GTA and bang, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like That's right, or, or an Xbox, you're shooting Covenant, you know, like you, you're not buying Wind Waker. But uh, yeah, no, Wind Waker was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um, uh, I played a little bit of Twilight Princess, didn't beat it. Um, Skyward Sword, I played a little bit of, and uh, need to go back to it. But my my journey through Zelda's are still ongoing. Uh, Breath of the Wild though was fantastic. All right. Yeah, I can't really think of any other like Nintendo Switch game though that was like out this year where I was like, dang, this is gonna be, this is it. You know, this is the big Ted pull for this year's Bayonetta three, dude. Yeah, it really uh, is. and it should be. I don't know. I like it. I just feel like it should have been better. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it felt like there's nothing in that game that I look at where I'm like, uh, this machine shouldn't be able to do this, you know, type of thing mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, this is really pushing the hardware to its limits. But yet somehow it is, yeah. uh, which just makes the whole system feel kind of dated where you're like, what are we doing with this? You know, it, it does. Um, and it's it's unfortunate, but you have to look at it. it it's it's nearing, uh, what, six years as a portable hybrid console for the first of its kind yeah. it was bound to happen like it was underpowered at launch the fact that that modern games run on it as well as they do is a miracle um, yeah so you know, it's great it, it's portable it is, like it's it docks yeah. the system get a little bit yeah. more power out of it that way yeah uh, and I, can tell you, bit. I don't regret my purchase for the switch at all at yeah. all it was one of the best purchases ever made looking at buying my own switch because like, like every time i wanted to play i'd have to borrow the professors and like even when i was like uh playing bayonetta he's like oh do you want to just borrow my Switching, I was like, maybe shit. <laughs> like, shit dude, what's up with the game? You could borrow the game too, dude, if you want. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I like every time, like the last time I played Switch, I was like from Mortal Kombat 11 and uh, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah. And like, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 was like crashing. It was like overheating the system, dude. Breath of the Wild was like fun, but like, it only has like what, like a three, four hour battery life on that, uh, the light yeah, switch yeah that's right because because he just said this has the portable one only one. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's like if you have to keep the thing plugged in things starts to get pretty hot uh, especially like if you're playing a more intense game like that but i don't yeah. know yeah yeah i don't see, know i was I, looking at like see borrowing your guys's is like one thing but then i'm like looking at like buying one for myself and i'm like ah. i think that there's enough um there are more games considered like close to masterpieces on the switch than there are on any other modern console you know yeah. even even ps4 you know I'll, I'll say even more than ps4 even though you have like the god of wars the last of us the uncharted and all that um uh, i think as far as timelessness 
the Switch, you have access to more, including like the big Wii U tentpoles that they re-released. And if you find a Switch for cheap, bro, it's worth it, dude. It's worth yeah. it. Like I think we could learn a lot just like from that design philosophy of like always stylize your characters. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, it keeps like a good timeless feel to it. And then like focus on gameplay now, like pumping out like the best highest end graphics, because like if you're not yeah. a big studio, like you're not going to be able to do what the big studios do type of thing. Like it's no knock on like an indie developer or anything, but it's yep. like, man, these bigger studios just have way more money and resources than you uh, to like really flesh out the world. And add like a bunch of stuff where it's like you can add like more character and charm uh, if you just like stylize things a bit and like really pick an art direction for like whatever your project is. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. You cre- create timeless masterpiece after masterpiece, dude. Banger after banger, dude. Yeah, dude. Like uh, even something like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which was on the last, you know, generation of Nintendo consoles, but I played it on the Switch. Fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, the uh, Mario Maker games, the new Super Mario Brothers games, just like. Like if we're talking about the if we take the re-releases because I, I didn't own a, a Wii U, you know if we take those we take the Switch exclusives like Mario Odyssey, which is obviously a launch title or close to anyway, uh, just fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, you know I was and, playing some of that uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah, Paper, Paper Mario, the Origami King, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, which was a fucking banger, dude. That people need. I feel to like everyone. Out. Was hyping up like when are we getting a new Luigi's Mansion? Then they drop one and everyone's like got radio silent real quick on it. What? No, that game did very well, dude. It had some great DLC. The I'm saying like the like the hype and cult around it's like nothing like the OG like Luigi Mansion though. I feel like because the every... OG Luigi's Mansion was such a fucking breath of fresh air though. <laughs> yeah. No, God, finally more, more like, the same. Like the only thing I need, dude, is a new Wario World game, and I'm good to go. You know, good, I just man? recently played through the uh, uh, Wario World three on the gamecube uh very recently uh, it's very short it was made by treasure fucking banger dude fucking banger right. yeah <laughs> um gotta say but yeah man as far as uh as a switch dude i bayonetta i'd recommend it um even even with the slowdown and stuff it's the only game in town right now and if you like bayonetta you like this one you know what i mean like it's it's a recommend for sure because I, I like the series and i think it's a solid action game but i think the the first game is still the best all right, damn. This yeah, was man. up. I recommend the Paper Mario as well. It's <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, like if you go into expecting it to be like the RPG, old G Paper Mario, you're going to be really disappointed. But I don't know, it's like a fun, puzzly game. It's, I don't know, it's more of an aesthetic than a lifestyle choice. At this point, it's been more of not an RPG than it has been an RPG in its life cycle, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's you living in the past, like, all right, <laughs> let it go. The same thing for. Final Fantasy, where it's been, at this point, it's been more of a action RPG than a turn-based RPG. Yeah, uh, it's like it's been longer since like the other version of the game type of thing. True. Like, uh, yeah. True. So it's, I, think, I, I think they've evolved what R- RPG means, though. You know. Yeah, too. yeah. We did here in the West too. Where we, like every game now has like RPG elements in it, where it's like there's games with, like levels and coins and some sort of like you know progression or skill trees in it, like. Uh, it became less of like hard mechanics, like paper mechanics that you would see in like D and D and more of like uh, aesthetic choices that like help uh, show like gamify things, objectives in the game, you know? Yeah. So you have like certain things like where it's like, all right, like you're playing this role, but like you want to talk to this person, but you need like a speech check uh, yes. here. So it's like, yes. how do we quantify this in like a game to let you know of like, Hey, these are kind of like your option wheels here. And like, this is what, 
uh, you're specking your character. So you can be, you can play the game how you want to play type of thing. Yeah, uh, and it like, it lets the game know that, which is a weird thing, but yeah. Yeah. No, very yeah. true. Very true. It's weird. Yeah. This is, RPG is kind of a dated term in a lot of ways, but. I, th- I think just like what we grew up thinking an RPG was is a little dated, yeah. right? Like the turn-based battle system or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, like if you look back in the day, I think something like, uh, like a Tales of Tales of uh, Fantasia or whatever. They're gonna say like DuckTales. like the active battle system, uh, Chrono Trigger. You know where it's like yeah. an active battle system kind of hybrid thing. Uh, uh, Secret of Mana, you know, Dragons of Lagoon. <laughs> everything, uh, Parasite Eve. Everything's kind of turned yeah. into more of these. Do you, you see know, all that drama about Parasite Eve lately, dude? No, what? Oh my Go goodness, on. bro. Uh, I guess Square Enix just like trademarked some name that's like close to like the original concept of parasite eve so people are like oh shit they're gonna do it to drop our new parasite eve on us oh shit like, okay. uh actually these are like nfts we're selling from our side what? Oh, <laughs> what people are excited about web 3 dude and they're like fuck all you guys this is not a new parasite eve game like they were like well, how yeah, can we sell people jpegs solace about uh parasite eve we were like oh shit a parasite eve remaster would be great and then we we're all like, no, they'd somehow fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, know? dude. Like, it probably won't, probably won't sell as well and all that shit. But Parasite Eve is one of those unsung classics that I think was big at the time, but I hear no one talk about it anymore. Seriously, anyone who's listening, if you've never played Parasite Eve, fucking get off your ass and go play it because it's one of the best fucking Damn. RPGs ever. I swear, dude. Like, it's so good. It's so good from the music, the story, the combat system, dude. There's there that that game is W after W, dude. Parasite Damn. Eve is amazing. It. it it might be um, my favorite RPG of the PlayStation era. I'm trying wow. to think of one that that's that I liked more. Like Chrono Cross was up there. Uh, Final Fantasy seven, eight. But yeah, man, Pierce Eve was so unique, man. It was so good. Yeah, so good. It's different, man. But now you can buy the <laughs> NFTs, dude. Not from Square Enix, yeah, right, right. But uh, yeah, dude, let's uh, let's uh, switch gears here a little bit, and uh, let me let me just say i think we're in the month of november now and you know big thing about november is we get the last little releases no, before the end of the year. people are no not november right but that's <laughs> right dude everyone's about to nut because god of war ragnarok comes out in, in four days bust. at the time of release. you know about everyone's about to buzz we're god of war ragnarok that's uh, right, dude. i think i think that's going to be the big release of the year i think no game wants any part of god of war ragnarok you know, I think All right, it's the it's end times for the games. It's a shoe in for game of the year across everything. I'm holding off on my own like holiday picks that we did last year. I want to do it again this year. Ah. I'm holding off on my holiday picks until I play through Ragnarok. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it, dude. Uh, I I don't know. So so far, I will tell you my. I, so I just wanted to talk about some indie games like that you should should yeah. have played this year. And if you haven't, make it a point to play these before uh-huh. you know Ragnarok just if you're not into Ragnarok <laughs> yeah, you're not into exactly. this might be for you the game I just beat on stream Faith the Unholy Trinity was yeah. quite possibly the best horror game I've played in the past like three years even you seem pretty scared like, dude even including like uh, Resident Evil Village which is, which is a fantastic game um, but uh, Faith did more with less you know what I mean like Resident Evil Dang. you have like these fantastic graphics and stuff but uh 
the haunted house from Resident Evil Village probably was like the most fear inducing part part of that game. But Faith yeah. was basically that, but the whole way through. Yeah. Despite um a kind of off the wall chapter three, which did more to annoy me personally, but that's my own gameplay sensibilities. And about a replay, I was like, okay, I get why they did this and I understand more. But Faith the Unholy Trinity, it's only fourteen bucks. Highly recommend. Uh, You are playing as a priest and you're performing an exorcism on a demon and the demon escapes and like the the three chapters of the game are different scenarios of you finding and fighting this demon. So it was fantastic. Yeah, I saw you playing a bit of the game on uh, the stream. Yeah. It it was kind of what we talked about earlier where it's like it really picked its style and then like played to the strengths of that style and aesthetic, uh, making it more of like a timeless type of game. You picked this game up today or three years from now and you'd still have a great yeah. time with it. You wouldn't yeah. be like, Oh man, this is so dated by my great, this is grandpa games. But you'd be like, Oh damn, it's kind of creepy. It's just scaring yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other game I want to say that is truly, I'm going to say this right now. And this is going to be like hot take. Uh, my game of the year so far this year is actually Sifu. It came out in right. 2022. Uh, I platinumed the game. I was super addicted to it. Yeah. The combat system was so fucking sublime, dude. It was amazing. And oh. uh, no other game captured that level of pure fun yeah. that I've played other than Sifu. Other than Sifu. So uh, kind of where Ragnarok, I'm expecting to blow me away. I'm expecting it to be my game of the year. Um, but... It has to beat Sifu. Sifu, I recommend it to everyone who would listen. I beat it on stream in one go. Um, I platinumed everything. I, I did a no hit run, <laughs> and I, I did. And you don't even have to, dude. <laughs> I just did it for fun. Um, just the, the where, where my my daughter, I would like get off of work every day, and I'd start Sifu up, and she'd be like, "Oh, you're playing this game again, Danny?" I was like, "Yep, <laughs> all day, every day." You know, get to get her into karate classes, bro. She actually is uh, taking martial arts classes uh, now. She can, uh, you know, but revenge you, dude. Man, she's. Yeah, right. She was, she was doing the seafood moves, dude. Like, like, it, yeah. like it, was, it was big in my household, man. I absolutely loved seafood, and um, it's going to be mentioned in my year ad game of the year list. Like, no doubt. No doubt. Okay. I, I yeah. can't speak high, high enough about seafood. Uh, how about you, man? Any any uh, indies you want to highlight or uh, any smaller studio games that you've played? Or? Uh, nothing that I've played personally. I've heard really good things. Is that game like Tunic? Two? Tunic, yeah, yeah. It's still on my list to play. It looks good. Yeah. Looks yeah. good, looks fun. Uh looks like it would scratch that like nostalgia itch. Uh yeah. It's very stylized, looks fun. I don't know. Yep. It's a good aesthetic. Stray. Uh yeah. play as a cat. That's another yeah. like that's like another big that got a lot of hype. Yeah. I, it was like too hyped up for me, so it's like I can't jump on this game right now. I need to wait for the hype to die down here. It's that way if I play it and don't like it like nobody would like destroy my life over it <laughs> like yeah they're like how yeah, dare yeah. you uh it's about cats uh, yeah from what i've heard of tunic um it's it's like the zelda that you you remember playing you know so i think yeah. really like that we were just talked about breath of the wild but if you want one more classic style zelda game play tunic yeah and we yeah. kind of touched on this earlier where like zelda hasn't been like classic zelda <laughs> like it's been the new action uh oriented zelda longer than it's been the old school you know, top down Zelda at this point, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, True. it'll be, it'll be fun to like uh, revisit some of those ideas, like in, with some fresh pair of eyes and new, you know, 
It's a because Nintendo's not going to license that IP out to nobody. Dude. Oh God, no! Yeah, well, yeah. they, they kind of did, right? With uh, uh, with the Hyrule Warriors, yeah, <laughs> kind of did. Uh, hey, you're right. The Necro Dancer, the rhythm game. Yeah, and, and, yeah. So they yeah, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. wrong. I'm one hundred percent wrong on this, dude. Right? It's like a damn fool. Swinging a miss, bro. <laughs> it's the hottest take ever, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. What's um, the other big release coming out? Uh, oh. The, that, that's that was the tempo release the pokemon games oh yeah uh, was it icarus they had like uh the other one this guy had people raging at us right now yeah right. Like, what, the, what the fuck these guys don't know the pokemon fuck. sword and shield see i i know some pokemons i'm like it's either like uh Swan and bird are fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you know, tail dude. I don't know. My, uh, a buddy the of DC mine, characters. My buddy of mine has kept his Pokemon from first generation all the way till now, and he did all the transfers and shit. Yeah, and dude. That. And he literally really has do. every Pokemon, you know, and he yeah. has like shiny versions or whatever, you know, of all of them, and he's super into it, including like the mobile game, right? Yep. And. And I'm like listening to him, I'm like, okay, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And then like I go to play Pokemon and it just it just doesn't click with me, right? Like I, I don't Have know. Have you ever liked like... Pokemon? <laughs> like I'm getting, getting shot like JFK. Not really. <laughs> that's fair. Like it was a really draining turn-based RPG. It still kinda I is. Like, the like I'm I'm drawn in by stories and yeah. the Pokemon were No, the story doesn't exist. The story in Pokemon is like you make your own story by going on a grand adventure. Like also uh, I didn't care for the anime as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like if like uh the anime very cheesy got you know dubbed over a lot of things got changed. Uh like in the original manga I think like people like it's definitely like it either captures your imagination of, of a yeah. youth of like going out and exploring or it doesn't. It's like zero. You know? uh, and like, I don't know. People don't really talk about that about Pokemon. I think at this point, it's become more of like emojis uh, than anything else. Where like Pokemon have become like about like selling like uh, stuffed toys and all this stuff, like uh, selling Pikachu merchandise. I will say, uh, I, like, I like a lot of the Pokemon designs. My favorite Pokemon of all time is Squirtle. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. They have like really good, stylized, timeless designs, man. Like, uh, so a lot of people like don't even play the games proper. They just like the stuff around it where they're like, oh, yeah, I like the Pikachu character, but they don't give a shit about like the anime or like the right, right, video right. games, dude. Like, and that's all right with me. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I like, I, I respect Pokemon for the marketing that they've done. And then, like, like, uh, I like I like a lot of the Pokemon offshoot games like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon I thought was great. Pokemon Snap, dude. Yeah, that was very fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Everything where you're not battling <laughs> monsters, dude. I don't know, like it's kind of a twisted concept too. If you think about it for more than two seconds of like you're capturing wild animals and forcing them to fight other wild animals yeah, for like yeah, yeah, yeah. random badges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, but yeah. Yeah, it what it is, man. And, and you know, people are all like, "Oh, Giphy hates Pokemon. He's a fucking kill him." Like, no, I don't hate Pokemon. Damn, bro, just uh, just lean into it now, dude. <laughs> no, it's like it's like games like it's, aren't made it's for cockfighting. Everyone, you know? Like, you know, I'm not like, cockfighting either. <laughs> yeah, How dare yeah. you, children? There's, there's like another game series that I that I didn't like, and and someone was all like, "Oh, you know, you're not a real gamer." I'm trying to think of what it was, dude. Like, someone was like called me out on is it. it. Gears like, of War. Uh, 
no, I like, oh, I like, oh no, you know what? I did not like the first Gears of War. <laughs> that was actually that might have been one of them. Was it you who called me out years oh, ago? <laughs> I could see that. I could see me calling you out for anything. Really, I like Gears too. I didn't like the first Gears. Um, yeah, I can't remember. There's something that's super popular where I'm just like, meh. <laughs> I hated the texture popping. Aside from that, that those were all right. I like the cinematic takes and stuff. It was, it was fun. Chainsaw guns, dude. Yeah. yeah could yeah, use yeah. more of that in Pokemon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. For sure, for sure. There's, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it. What's it called? I forgot oh, how we even uh, got on Pokemon. Oh, that was the other big Tadpole release. But yeah, yeah. Um, point point of this little wrap up here. Uh, play Sifu. <laughs> play. Right, yeah. That's that's all I gotta say, man. Check uh, out Ben at a three. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the other thing I wanted to update is uh, uh, someone on stream actually asked me about the progress of the uh game i was working on uh oh, so, yeah what happened man you know uh life happened Where we at? you know uh, yeah. we're still i think the last thing i did was uh worked on worked on uh the classroom level a little more mm-hmm. um i i fleshed it out a little bit got some finalized uh images done i showed you them a while back chip so uh kind of what you saw as a concept that whole like ground floor is done oh um, uh, so I have just character animation to do and kind of systems to get in. Uh, I got some time off coming from, up from, from work and I, of the like five days I have off, I have three days that I'm just going to work on the game. So, you know, hopefully we'll nice. get a nice little update before the end of the year and, uh, it'll be kind of my Christmas present to the combo Wamba podcast. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Like yeah, man. It, it tends to be that way. Just like by proxy of where we live, where it's like the winter months tend to be like, we're more like personal projects get done whereas like the summer it's like yeah get when they get so much summer here uh, before yeah, it becomes true. like the endless that's winter true. dude uh yeah like i don't know i've know that about myself too we're like you're like so what's going on with all your products i'm like bro i don't even do any of that during the summer like i there's like a good four or five months where like i'm very not productive like on my own personal projects or as much as i would like to be mm-hmm. uh but i, I just kind of worked that i baked that into the cake at this point where like i know like uh later november december january uh is like I'll get like one big project done usually in that time. Yeah. 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 And, and then the rest of the years is like smaller stuff. Definitely. And you've done a lot of small projects this year. You've, you've definitely, yeah. me, you're like a four to one on, or four to nothing on me right now. You know? Dang, bro. Dang. So, <laughs> so I think, it's I think, not the test, bro. Is, I think the biggest thing is you got me back into active development though. Yeah. You know, I wasn't just talking about it. You got me actually get in there coding and doing all the other shit. And, yeah. I finished uh, a, a visual scripting course. Yeah. Uh, that got on Udemy. Got like half of the yeah. other one done. I don't know. I came up with like a pretty simple game concept the other day, and I was like, "Oh, it would be fun to like prototype this real quick." And I didn't do it. I was, I was looking at this thing. It's called a uh, Figma. <laughs> uh, it's like a UI designing like software for like Figma mobile. Balls. Figma <laughs> balls. <laughs> I did that to my professor. Where I was like, "Have you heard of Figma?" <laughs> he was like, "What?" I was like, oh, right. "Like, because uh, he was talking about like working on like a uh, some sort of OS like level system." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of UI stuff in that, uh, so you can figure my balls." <laughs> but, uh, I got like an importer during like that last Unity sale that will take like a, a Figma file and like convert it over, so you can just have like you can do like the layout in like you know UI 2D basically and port it right over. And I was like, "Man, what if I made like a simple one button type game uh, yeah. for battles?" And I kind of already had like a battle system laid out uh, from Visual Scripting that I worked on, and I was like, "I could just." You know, uh, like put some art on this and East series where it's just like you run into people or whatever. Like, 
Yeah. 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 Kind of like that. Uh, yeah. You just hit people. They and, do a lot with a little. That's a series yeah. that doesn't get enough praise, I feel. Yeah. Just rip off like what they did. Maybe. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I like it. Yeah. It's just like a simple, elegant looking, like a uh, clean motion, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Definitely, man. I think there's All something right. to that, man. Just, to, you know, bringing sexy back. Yep. Yep. And you've actually reignited my interest in traditional animation as well. So, you know, I mean, you've been, you were talking about it a while ago. And I was like, because mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about like maybe like teaming up to work on a game together. And I was like, no, we could do that. It's like half as much effort. <laughs> like, uh, but like, because st- like, I feel like at the end of the day, like if you're working on a game, uh, uh-huh. you try to tell a story, right? Yes. Like, it's what yeah. it breaks down to. Like, we, uh, and I was like, it, we could do the same thing. We could just tell like a quick animated story, like the same was like telling like a bigger, you know, yeah. deeper adventure together. So, you know, animation is just a, a short form adventure uh, with a drive narrative from the authors, True. you know, True. whereas like a video game is like an interactive narrative, like where it's like a, you're co-creating with like the people participating. Yes. Uh, yes so, yes. Oh, be fun to do it'd be fun to do i agree i agree some more to come on that later a little oh yeah hint there like (laughs) share subscribe you know stay tuned (laughs) right stay tuned for more baby uh so after that man we're the combo wobble podcast i'm mr gimpy chipmunk and we'll see you guys next sunday take it easy we out peace you bitch you bitch (laughs) 